ladies and gents, boys and girls, children of all ages. Once again, this week, next week, and the week after, we are always on your airwaves. It's your truth, Mr. Funkadel Jones. <laughs> and it's your boy, Aaron Fondacetti, and we are surviving this quarantine wave, problem-free, sucker-free. Now, before we get down to business, just a couple of things that I'm going to touch on. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm old now. Well, everybody don't know, I just turned 27. <laughs> the boy just had a birthday recently. You know, birthday was Sunday. I was asking me what I was going to do. I was like, unfortunately, I can't do nothing. <laughs> it sucked that my birthday was around the time doing this this quarantine COVID nonsense, but at the end of the day, man, it is what it is. I got a shout out to my job, you know. I had to work, my, my supervisor screwed me over. So got to I went I went up there Sunday to make sure I was covered. Come to find out nobody showed up. Bang. I was like, all right, that's what I was like, it's kinda fucked up. But you know, made some money. It is what it is. You know, shout out to my people over at the dispensary, man. They gave me a, a good card. Everybody signed. Everybody got some good funny messages. So I definitely appreciate that. Oh, but, man. Good good Sunday money. But in the meantime, you know, especially now I got the time to catch up on some shows, man. I'm on like episode seven of, of, of Black as Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I've heard it. How is it? I put it like this. <laughs> I put it like this. I put it like this. If you are a fan of like dry comedy, yeah, because the same guy that made Blackish, that's who makes this show. So you can see you you understand how like if you don't if you don't get Blackish, you won't get this show. I'm gonna break it down like that. It's not one of them jokes gonna have you like. Like me slapping, yo, this shit funny as shit. It's one of them shows you got really like. It, it's one matter of fact, it's one of them shows where it's just like, it, it throws so much like blackness, this blackness that us as black people. I'm just like, I like it, but that don't gotta be so much emphasis on the, the black people, this black people that. But it, it's one of them dry comedies though. It's 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 alright. It is. I, it's, it's, I'm just watching it. It's it's worth a watch, you know. I don't think I'll probably watch it again, but that's just me personally. I feel like he got uh, Kenya Barris. I feel like he's trying to do his own universe. Like everything's black, black, black. Do you got grown and do you got mixed ish? Everything is an yeah. ish or something like that. I, mean, I heard I it got. Can... I heard it got like mixed reviews too. What you were saying? Yeah, and again, that's why I said like, I get it. Trust me, I support my man's, you know, because again, Blackish is one of my favorite shows. And, you know, I, I watch it regular, but with, especially with this show right here, I feel like I just feel like he was reaching. And it's crazy because uh-huh. it's crazy because I just watched the episode where he was talking about it. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for nobody, but I'm I just the fact that this ties into that though. But uh-huh. he just he he just was watching a a, a movie directed by a black director that he thought it was trash but he didn't want to say it because it was like oh well we gotta stick together type shit I'm like listen can you you my can you you my mans nah bro I support your work tell him but but black as fuck kind of seems a little bit stable tell him I'm, I'm gonna just keep it real like again I support you again black like you got blackish I, I fuck with grownish 
Mixes, I get what you was trying to do. It's not it's it's my least favorite out the three. Again, girls trips was, was funny as shit. Hilarious. Black as fuck. Mm. Get a little stale at times, but we not gonna we not get too deep into that right now. I'm just I'm gonna just say that. Yeah, it it sounds like you ain't too impressed with that going on, man. I don't know. It sounds like he's kind of like overwatering his plants, so to speak. That's what I'm saying. Like it's cool, it's cool, but it's just like mm, you like it's this when you if you ever get a chance to watch, you're gonna be like it's good. But it's just like a, mm, it's like, a, mm. like I put it like this, it, it's it's on the same. It's to me, it's gonna be on the same level as like trying to trying to like understand Fuller House. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like he's like Fuller House still trying to have that same dry ass comedy that they had back in the eighties, and it's like mm. it's just not working now. And exactly, so it's like. He trying to play a, fic- a fictional character of himself, like Rashida Jones. I fuck with Rashida Jones. It's just the kids, their energy is just like uh, I fuck. I support you, Kenya, but it, this is mixed. It's mixed with me. Mixed ish, but it's, I, I, it's, I think it's funny because I watch. Uh, it's so many mixed ish, grown ish. I watched Blackish like a couple episodes. Just because it was on TV, I was like, oh, that's cool, but I couldn't really get into it. And see, I and I get I get it why, because again, like you making you making a, a, a show, you got black, you got blacks, you got wealthy blacks, and it's kinda like you trying to make a, a, a wealthy black sitcom is it, it, it don't resonate with a lot of us. You know what I mean? You like black like blackish can't even stand up to the good times. Bernie Mac show. Again, Bernie Mac was wealthy, but at the same time, Bernie Mac didn't raise his kids wealthy. He didn't raise them well. Like the my wife and kids, the family matter. Like you look at black, it's just it's like a I I, I get it. But it's like mm, I get that you woke, Kenya, but yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, mm, like black as fuck. Hey, I definitely say everybody should go watch it and get their own opinion. But for me, like I said, I'm going to finish it out. I'm going to just like, I can at least say I watched it. Before I be real critical, I'm going to just say I watched it. Eh, not really that impressed. Yeah. But hey, that's just me. A fair <laughs> assumption, you should say. Yeah, that's just me. All right, so without further ado, we're going to get into our topic today. And first off, the checklist, we're going to talk about generational quotas. And for you guys Uh-oh. out there, you know what it Uh-oh. is. You know what we mean when we talk about generational quotas. We mean stuff you heard from childhood, adolescence, to your adult, and above. You know, when the table turn, you become the adult with the kids, if you're not that already, so... Which, I'm going to let which, my man go first on this. I'm right. going to let you go first. All right. <laughs> so for me, the funny thing about this is everybody has like their own parents' uh, sayings and things. But the thing that fascinates me is how much we're alike. You know, mm-hmm. like generational-wise, our quotas, like 
simple stuff like keeping like packs from restaurants in a dresser, unlike getting trash bags from uh stores and stuff like that. And right. it's funny because like you go over to somebody's house and you like, oh, you do this too? Oh, my mom do this. Yo, and see generational, see even just seeing generational things. <sighs> I'm gonna just let my mind go because I got. I'm. I'm gonna need y'all to help me understand this. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna let them have it on this one. Yeah, like and stuff like that. Even just the way the household is ran, and it's fascinating to see how not only connected but how some things are. And it's just like saying, it's "Like, oh, I put you in this world. I could take you out. I know you heard stuff like that, or like whatever happens, just keep it in the family and." All kinds of generation of stuff, and it's like how it impacts you, impacts you, I should say, as you get older, and you kind of think, "Am I going to carry this on, or am I going to change things up a bit?" Here's again, I need y'all to help me understand. <laughs> I need y'all to help me understand that every every generational black quote that's ever been said to me will never ever leave my household. That's going to probably stay with me to the time, to the time now, and to the time I'm in the grave. My arm folded in the casket. I'm still going to be thinking that out loud that they can hear. At this point, it's so crazy how generational quotes still stand the test of time. Again, I can't speak for everybody. I know myself. I know my man Aaron right here. I know our parents, especially especially the most famous line of them all. Is when we about to go into a store. Right. Like a pop store, grocery store, it don't make no difference. I don't care if you are an only child or you have siblings. Everybody parent has at least turned as got into that parking spot, cut the call, look back at you or your siblings <laughs> and, and said those magic words. Now when we go in here, you better not look enough and don't touch them. And again, you hearing that as a kid. Mm-hmm. You only thinking to yourself. You can only imagine. You can only imagine. Because, again, I've heard that from my mom, but I also heard that from my grandmother as well. Yeah. So I can only imagine. I was like, she said this to my mom when she was a kid, too. <laughs> I can only imagine. And, again, I can say that for my kids as time go on as well. Pa- you know? Passing the torch. Exactly. And even when you look at, like, looking at how the the... the like you said, even like when you said when you said how the household was made or how how the household is ran. Mm-hmm. Again, my grandmother didn't give my mom allowance. My mom didn't, or my grandma didn't spoil her. My mom didn't spoil didn't spoil us. I ain't about to spoil my kids because again, I believe in the value of a dollar because things generational. It's just generation. It's just things. Just it's just passed on to you. Values and principles are passed on to you. Now I get it. Some people stray away from it. Mm-hmm. Some people just like, oh well, that's the old school mentality of it. Because you think about it like this, you see how some of these uh, these young parents raise these kids now, Mm-mm. and I and, and it sit back and sit back to you, and I know it because it bothers me, and I just be like, I know your parent didn't raise you like that. I know for a fact your mom, your parent didn't raise you like that. Right. I mean, I get it. You're trying something new 
or you doing your own thing. It's your child. You raise how you want to. But I know for a fact your parent didn't raise you like that. I want to go ahead and ask this question. Is it a thing to where, like, when it comes to tradition, do you feel like you have to do it just because it's tradition? Or do you feel like you get to pick and choose what you're going to carry and what you're going to leave out? I mean, when it comes to tradition, I don't. I feel like you don't have to carry your own tradition. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, tradition it is it, it's, it's important. You know what I'm saying? It, it's definitely an important cornerstone to have. That's like have, if y'all always had uh, like move like movies like Soul Food. Prime example. That tradition was Sunday dinner. You don't have to always have Sunday dinner, but at the, at the, at the same time. You always going like you always gonna remember having Sunday dinner. Now I get it, things might change up along the way. I get all that. So you might have to stray away from tradition. But to have these traditional things, traditional values, I think they should always be around with you. That way that kind of still sets the core foundation. Like I like I like I, I tell it like it is. I don't have kids yet. Mm-hmm. I know I've gotten ass whippings as a kid. Yep. <laughs> And for my, for my, when I have kids, I told my mother this, don't treat my kid any different. <laughs> they step by line, you whoop their ass too. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah, like, but you know how that's so funny, how they're easier on the younger ones? Yeah. Bruh, you used to get suplexed and power bombed and they were like, come on, come on. I'm like, dang, you done turned it to St. Margaret out here. Yeah, it's like I guess I guess you know they got as they get older they kind of like we're gonna spoil the grandkids. No, you my grandparents they didn't spoil us in the sense where they gave us everything we wanted. No, we barely couldn't do nothing with our grandparents. They fed us, washed us, and and kept it moving. That's about the best they did for us. Yeah, but I should I should say again whether it's traditional like whether traditions are being passed down. It's it is totally up to you. But me being a man of myself, I, I always call myself old school. I just think I'm going to keep those same traditions slash old school values just to kind of tease kids. Because, again, some of these kids need old school values taught to them. Yeah. I'm going to just say that right now. <laughs> I know, like, for me, when it comes to, like, tradition, there are some things I'm just like, nah, we're going to change that. And some things I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to take that. Uh, the ones I'm going to take is what I'm going to piggyback off of what you said about spoiling your kids. For me, you know, I know you're in the same boat when I say this. Ain't really come up with no money. You know, no allowance, no nothing, uh, no money coming in. So it's like everything you have, you had to work for. So it kind of puts you in that mindset of, I'm going to give my kids better but you're going to have to work for it. So mm. it's just one of the things where like, I'm not one of those parents who going to be like, yeah, I came up from nothing. Now I got everything. Now I'm going to get my kids everything. No, you want to learn the value of a dollar. You know what I mean? You want to learn the work ethic. You want to learn how to hustle. So it's just one of those things to where not only that, but like when you get into the store, I'm going to tell you right now, if you ain't got your own money, don't touch anything. Don't be coming in here asking. Because for me, I'm going to give allowance, you know. That's going to be the only difference between me and my kids, getting allowance. But you, if it ain't coming from your pockets, don't grab it. 
Because people love to spend on other people's dime. You know, they come and grab all the chips and all the drinks and all this and all that. Getting like $30 worth of snacks. I'm like, you got $30 worth of money? You got snack money? You got McDonald's money? Well, see, here's, I got a question. You know, I got a question. You And you mentioned it. Why? So why? Why does this seem to be so important? When you look at shows like Black, like Black as fuck, you look at shows like Blackish. Again, most of the characters are always based as a. They based as um. How you want to put it? They came up from nothing. Yeah. Now they get rich. Here go the kids. Now the kids don't. Un- they don't understand the value of a dollar. Cause why they're born into wealth. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to understand. Somebody gotta help me understand why, why, like, why come up, why come up wealthy, why, like, why when you make it now, you still ain't teaching me why, like, why not still teach your kids like the value of a dollar? Why not still teach your kids like if you want something, you gotta work for it. Just because I got it, don't mean now you ain't got no sense of work ethic because oh everything I got. You you basically you basically living in milking over. I believe it's the case that you don't want to see your kid struggle. Uh, you don't want to see your kid in a position that you were in. Like, if your kid's up there, you know, let's say you run your own business and it's Fortune five hundred, you got the opportunity to hire your kid. Most likely, you're going to hire your kid, but you don't want to see your kid out there. Uh, struggling and trying to find this and trying to find that. But for somebody like me, I think it builds character. So along the way of, you know, trying to make it and doing that, you spoil your kid subconsciously. And I guess because you get on a roll of spoiling a kid, you're like, I don't know when to stop. And then 10 becomes 15, 15 becomes 20 years old. And next thing you know, 18 years, you've been spoiling your kid. So your kid doesn't know another life but that. So I think every parent wants to give the kids the best life. But I think every parent not only should give them the best life, but should give them an honest life. You know, don't let your kid come up not knowing how to take care of themselves. You see what I'm saying? Because I'll, I'll tell you this right now. If it's a situation where the parent, you know, Let's think accident. Son happens to the parent. How's the kid going to take care of himself? Facts. The kid doesn't know how to hustle. The kid doesn't know basic, you know, house cleaning or house management or self-management. Doesn't know anything like that. So you don't instill values, instill roadblocks, I should say. Because when you put your kid to work in any of those forms, the kid has character, kid has work ethic. And he knows how to handle himself in the real world. And when you spoil your kid, you're doing more harm than good. Yeah, you're giving them everything they could want, but you're basically creating a sitting duck. Facts. And the world's going to eat them alive, and they're not going to know how to handle it. And see, because when you look at kids today, and it, it, it's mind-blowing to me how you got kids today 10, they like 9, 10 years old don't know how to wash dishes. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got you got young, you got you got young dudes out here 9, 10, 11 years old don't even know how to cut grass. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there looking at myself and I was like, you gotta help me understand something. 
So you telling me that you don't know how to cut grass? Again, my people, my my grandfather them taught me how to cut grass. I'm pretty sure their fathers taught them how to cut grass. Mm-hmm. If I end up having my own house, best believe I want to know how to cut my own grass instead of just paying somebody a hundred dollars with something I can do by myself. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So this is why I say when it comes to like traditional and core values, even it's small stuff like that, we're just like you can't even do those basics. Stuff that you want to teach your kids, stuff like stuff you want to teach your kids that they can teach their kids, that they can teach their kids. I mean, even if you even if you look at it like, even if, okay, like, I know me and you both invest. Mm-hmm. That's like saying if you want to teach your kids how to, like, if you want to have generations of wealth, that's cool. That's something you can pass on. That's something that, that's optional for them. That's just basically us giving you free game. If you want to use it, cool. If you don't, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, we, me and you both ain't go to schools that was holding our hand was just like, all right, just getting us rent. Like, no, we was going to them schools that just like, hey, look, I got my education. Hey, life ain't fair out here. So if you don't want to learn this, that's fine. You gonna fail. So. I know nobody wants to raise their kids in that kind of environment, mm-hmm. but I always said to myself, I was like, looking back at all the schools that I went to, built character. They wasn't five-star, ten-star education, but at the end of the day, they built you character. Yeah, you learn so, to appreciate it. Exactly. That's why I said you learn to appreciate life. So even if you got kids, to the, you got kids, even if I got kids, you look at it like, nobody wants to still live in the hood. Mm-hmm. But if you gotta go to a bad school, I'm just like, just understand this. This shit gonna build you character along the way because it's gonna be like you can't. You literally went to. You literally had. You had to. You had to come up with nothing. You had to go shitty books. <laughs> fucking books dusty all ass, dust. ripped up. Books all ripped up. Lockers all fucked up. Shitty ass nuggets at the table. <laughs> you gonna understand when you get out? You gonna be like. Man, I really need to really look at life. That's it. I got to really appreciate it. And I can sit back and look at it and say, you know what? I've been through that. So trust me. I know. I know. My 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 parents went through the same shit. So trust me. We know. <laughs> I think like, you know, a, a part of a generational quotas is stuff I want to do like family dinners. I know like a lot of families they uh have dinner or some don't even cook. Uh they will sit at a table and then the kids go all over the house. I want everybody at the table, you know. All you gotta Damn, do I wish, I wish we could do that. <laughs> yeah, like all you gotta do is sit at the table a couple minutes, interact with your family, you go back to your laptop, your games, you whatever, but spend a couple times with your family. Other than also I wanna say family trips going to be doing that, <laughs> you know, going to be, I'd say, seeing the world, you know, traveling, give your kids passports. Let, but, go ahead. No, I was about to say, like, the family dinner thing, you know, for me, it sounds it sounds good because of the simple fact that I know we couldn't, like, me and my siblings, we couldn't do it growing up because, you know, we had a rocky history mm-hmm. with with certain people, but I was like, again, I I, I would definitely want to be there with your kids at the dinner table. Y'all like, just let me know what's going on, man. You like this girl, or you? 
is it a filming project you working on or what you got going on over here? Like I, I want to be involved. You know, man, you want to be involved. That's one thing generation wise. I want to change. Just be like, look, let me let me be involved with what you got going on. Let me know what you got going on. That's that's one thing I realized. Generate like previous generations. It's like mm, they wasn't involved. Yeah, and also I want to say this: like things, it's things that you notice that you can use later on. Like you know how you was in school and you be in like class, and the kid, kids like fifteen, sixteen year old can't even read. You know, just to. To 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 today, I'm like my man. The word is today. I don't know how you don't know it, but then you start to look at it years later. Years later, as you mature, you're like, maybe their parents aren't teaching them how to read. A lot of parents just sit the kid in front of a TV and let the TV do their job. So like, it's just stuff like that that makes me like, I'm gonna teach my kid. My kid ain't gonna be in school not knowing how to read, write, and you know, operate. And see, and that's another, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because that right there is a lost core value or tradition. Because again, the way the world is going nowadays, like you got a lot of parents and it's not all, but it's, 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 it's a lot of majority of them. They not, they not spending, sitting down, spending the time, yo, practice how to write your name. Like practice how to like, because again, I remember, what, I remember what me and my siblings, we had to read a book write a summary for it. We had to actually sit and read before we even did shit sometimes. But you again everybody just go grab the just go grab the iPad. Fuck are they learned on the iPad? Nothing. That's what I said. Teaching them like to read to write. That's a lost art. And you got kids like fam, how you supposed to be a class clown but you can't even fucking read, bro. Right. I mean <laughs> you 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 should at least be both, bro. Like be a class clown but be smart. Like, I'm just saying, like, you can't fucking read. And I'm saying, like, that's a core value. Like, I get it. You got a lot of these, these new, these newer parents. They're straying away from a lot of tradition because they like, oh, that's too much time. It's too much time to teach your kid how to read. It's too much time to teach your kid how to count. Really? How to spell their own name? Again, one thing, one core value that really throws me off is you and see you and this is how you can tell. This is how you can tell who parents did what, because if you look at these new kids today, if their kid is getting suspended every week, every month, if they getting suspended three or four times in a month, chances are that's how they was. Because you can't go, you can't go from, you can't go from. Somebody like me who, again, I ain't never been suspended. If I if I got suspended, I'm getting my ass right off bucks. We keep it real. Then my kid gets suspended every week, and I'm just like, I mean, well, you know, it, it, and you try to make an excuse for it. Mm-hmm. No, it's no excuse for that. It's just one of those things to where, like, you look at things again, and you just got to change whatever comes. Like, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to teach my kid the NBA method. Not the National Basketball Association, but no bums allowed. That means right. you're going to learn how to work. You're going to learn how to do stuff. You're going to learn how to... Ain't no gender roles. You're going to learn how to cook. You're going to learn how to wash dishes. You're going to learn how to cut the grass, 
fold laundry. And I'm not teaching this to be mean. I'm just saying this so you can take care of yourself because you ain't going to go to a partner, right? And then they looking at you like, you don't know how to take care of yourself? I don't want you. You a bum. I ain't going to have my um my son's my son's or my daughter's partner come to me talk about some yo your kid a bum I'm like dang I failed <laughs> yeah that's true that is definitely true and again I'm glad I'm glad we even bringing this up because you look at like core values especially like relationship wise that can definitely set core values from a different way you got young girls you got young girls they Again, they look at their parents. Oh, I know a lot of them got daddy issues. Yeah, you know this again. This oh, this is how the, this is how her dad treated her mom. That's the type of man she's looking for. Mm-hmm. Just right out the gates, you know. And I remember somebody told me they was just like, they was like, they was like, well, why are you treat me? They like they're not they're not used to. Somebody told me they wasn't used to something. Mm-hmm. Because of what they had in the past, yeah, that's why it's called changing the game. Like that's what you that's what you want to stay comfortable. Then unfortunately, we 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 going in the wrong direction here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you know your core values got to change, your traditions, your traditions got to change. But me, I know a lot of that. You got to mix old, but definitely I'm definitely not straight away from. I'm definitely not straight from old. You got to mix the old with the new. You got to learn how to do both. Yeah, like you said, um, you notice that dating-wise, how people act, because I remember I dated this one girl, and things didn't work out, but years later, I looked, and I was like, after meeting her mom, and meeting her dad, and me and her family, I was like, I see why she acts the way she does. I, yeah. I can see this, so for me, I know most importantly... For my daughter, you know, my son, he'd be all right, you know, chip off the old block. But my daughter, I'm going to show her, you know, what a man's supposed to be. So when she get out there, she ain't going to sell for nothing less. Mm-hmm. Because if you're getting treated like a queen, you're getting treated like a princess, you ain't going to settle for no peasant. Straight up. Facts. Hey, keep y'all core value though, guys. Keep those core values. Keep those traditions, man. And if you can, if you can start some new traditions, start them. That can carry, that can carry on for net future generations. Start them. Yeah, start them. Uh, make sure you have a healthy future, you know, and don't repeat the cycle. And if your kids, you know, mess up because it does happen. If your kids mess up, you could be the cool grandparent. You know, <laughs> all right, right. Let's try this again. Take two. And <laughs> <laughs> but now nah, we're going to move into the next topic, and it's reading between the lines. You know, something a lot of people get, some some people don't get, and it's funny because it's one of the things that's most important when it comes to basic communication. So. We're going to go pass it to Damo. Uh, we're going to pass it to him. And just understanding. I'm going to help you understand. I need you to help me understand something right now. Uh-huh. If you, if, listen, 
when you when you expect somebody to read between the lines and thinking we not gonna we not gonna grasp the concept of what you're saying, understand pose. Cause number one, people that throw shade and thinking we can't read between the lines of what you really mean. Uh-huh. That's that's the part that really be throwing me. It's just like, like, or sometimes, or sometimes when you don't want a girl, a girl say something to you and she thinking you, you not gonna catch on what she really means. Like I can read between the lines, what you, what you really mean. Yeah, that's why I don't, I don't, I don't really get, I don't really get why people. Again, that's why I say don't, don't sugarcoat it. Don't try to tap dance around the subject, beat around the bus, uh-huh. try to have me really read between the lines, try to pick it out stuff like this is what they really mean and this is what really I was just like, first of all, just say what you want to say. Cause again, I even remember I had a manager who told me, who sat me down in the office, was just like, yo, she was just like, Yeah, um, I, I, I like I like your energy, but I'm gonna need you to bring it down a little bit. You can like you can try and give me a read between the lines of you, you no, just just no stop. Yeah, basically stop telling off. you you have too much personality. Exactly, you trying to give me a read between the lines of stop it. Mm-mm. I don't like it. Just go out and say, I you you bringing too much personality to it. <laughs> I like it. I I like it, but. That's not like that's not the direction I want to go in. Hey, look, man. Then I will just, this is a job. We not having fun. That's what I'm saying. Then, then I will legit look at you with more respect and be like, all right, all right, cool, cool. But when you try to get there and be like, eh, I need you to. It's like, what the? Fuck <laughs> <you mean? laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, what the hell is that? Like. If you if you got something to say, just say it. Don't try to have me read between the lines of I'm like, oh, you trying to get me to pick your motherfucking brain and shit. Mm-hmm. Just say what the fuck you really want to say. But that's like that's why I'm I'm gonna start it, I'm gonna start off by saying that I'm a, I'm gonna add Hoover to my man's right quick though. Yeah, and basically uh picking up off of what you said, people really talk to you like you dumb, and that's the thing that annoys me the most. When it comes to reading between lines, I'm just like you. Tell me how it is, straight off the cuff. You so worried about hurting feelings. You stepping on eggshells for the rest of your life. How you going to tell somebody how you feel? Tell somebody what you really mean. If you, my boss, and you sit here and be like, hey, man, I hate to cut it to you, but I'm going to need to lay you off. Don't give me a 20-minute speech. Give me a 30-second speech at the longest. Hey. I understand you a good worker, but situation going on, I'm gonna need you to go. For me, I'm gonna be like, okay, cool. Thanks for your time. That easy. We're not sitting there for a whole speech. And you know, when it comes to talking to people and people, nah, that's not what I mean. What I'm trying to no, that's exactly what you mean. And read between the lines, I wanna say this, and this is something that everybody has experienced. When someone cracks a joke, but they're really taking a shot, like like shade, you know. Let's say you, um, let's say you, you know what I mean. Let's say you get popping on TikTok or something like that, and somebody says something slick, and then they be like, "Nah, J.K., just kidding." Nah, you meant what you said. I can read between the lines. 
And this is why to quote J. Cole, J. Cole said all jokes contain true shit. Because all jokes do contain contain true shit. You know what I'm saying? When people when people throw shit at you and they be like, <laughs> LOL, just playing. Hello, just kidding. Nah, say what you really want to say. Like some people be trying to say stuff and then just be like, <laughs> I was just playing. Nah. Nah, you fucked up now. Go ahead and say what you really want to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And the same and the same thing you can use for relationships. Again, just say what the fuck you really want to say. Don't try to use shit like we just chilling. We we just vibing. Now people read between lines of are y'all talking? Are y'all not talking? <laughs> like what the like what the fuck help me understand what the like we just kicking it. We just chilling. Help me understand what exactly does that mean. That don't mean shit. That's what I say. Like, just say what the fuck you really want to say. Like, I don't get why people just won't say, you know what? I don't like you like that. Yeah. That's all you got to say. And again, I've experienced that as well. People drag shit out and then hit you with the... Then try to hit you with the... Oh, oh. I mean, I mean, you're just not, you're just not what I'm looking for right now. What the fuck does that shit even mean? Because the thing about reading between the lines is if people weren't so worried about being nice and focused on being fair, then we wouldn't have to read between the lines. If if you're a boss, you want to fire somebody, fire somebody. If you're an employee and you want to quit, quit. If you uh dating and you don't really like the person, tell them, hey, I don't like you like that. And it's just facts. Be straight up. Be straight up with the person. Facts. I want to say this too uh, about uh, things I know about girls. For me, I've been raised around women most of my life, and I can read them well. So when I know something, I know it's up. You can't play somebody who's been raised by women, you know? So it's one of those things that let's say they like somebody, right? Or it's like, oh, you like that guy over there? And they'll smile. They be laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Well, yeah, you like him. Or like, read between the lines of when somebody, when you ask somebody a question and they stall, that means it's the answer that you were thinking of. Like, if somebody, you know, took the last piece of candy, right? You be like, hey, bro, did you take the last piece of candy? Well, um, so, no... Bruh, just save it. Go ahead and eat the candy. I know you took it. You know, you can read between the BS. You can read between the lines. And it's something that's important for everybody to have. It's a skill because when you read between the lines, you know how to uh, get out of things faster. Like you said, with just chilling and just kicking it, what that basically means, helping you understand, basically means I don't take this relationship seriously. You know, I just say that. And just say that, look, I'm not looking for anything serious. And, you know, everybody can keep it moving. Reading between lines, keeping things straight is the most important thing when it comes to dating and life. Because you relationships that last like a year or two could be lasting like three weeks if people keep kept it straight. Mm-hmm. Don't waste people's times out here. That's why, again, too, ladies, 
I need y'all to help me understand as well. Help me understand why y'all carrying out a whole conversation just so you, just so you can just so you can uh just so you can ask for something. I don't understand it at all. Like you, you like I said, you try to you try to butter you try to butter us up. Yeah, and then you about to go ahead and go for the blow. Like I hate that, you, bro. You can pick you can pick that up like soon as you soon as the conversation gets started, you just like it's a it's only a matter of time when she gonna ask me for something. Then about like as soon as the conversation get about five minutes in, hey, can I do this? Can, hey, can can I ask you a favor? Can I get this? Can I get that? It's like it took you five minutes. I already seen this when you when the con where the conversation was going. And you know it's all always a, a certain tone. To where, like, they be like, hey, so-and-so, da-da-da-da-da. And, like, when they about to ask you son, hey, mm, how you doing? Mm, looking sharp, I see you. Oh, new haircut, looks great on you. It's like, don't butter me up. What you want? Exactly. I don't want anything. I'm just sitting here. Like, get to the point. What do you want? That's what I'm saying. It's like, what do you want? I will please. I will say another thing that's funny when it comes to read between the lines of flirting. I'm gonna tell you like this. We going back to a topic we talked about a couple episodes ago, and read between the lines ties into hints. Use your words. I'm not a mind reader. I'm not a mind. Use your words. You know, girls will flirt with you or say little things, and it's kind of like. Is she being nice or is she flirting? I'm going to just go on a limb and say she's being nice because these me two times we got out here, I ain't trying to, you know, do none of that stuff. So it's just like, I'm going to just say she's being nice and keep it at that. I always assume people just being nice. I'm going to say too, ladies, that hint, all that shit. I'm gonna tell you, like in the, uh, this whole this whole read between the lines got me by saying this, ladies, just go ahead and shoot your fucking shot. Men do it all the time. We get rejected. We got confidence. You know, it, it tears some dudes up. Some some dudes just go about your day. Just shoot your motherfucking shot because you doing that death stare, right? Or or every time you hear the dude's name brought up, you hear like again, it could be it could be his name brought up. And another female name brought up. And again, you you over there, you over there getting you over there getting mad or you getting jealous, and you trying to sit there and like, because again, I know you've been through that. I know you've been through it because I've been through it before. Where your name your name was just brought up, your name and another female name just got brought up into it. It ain't even no relationship. It ain't even relationship type etiquette. It's right. Something happened in the classroom type shit, or something happened at the job type shit. A, a joke was cracking. Oh, oh yeah, they was in a break room. He was joking. We was back there laughing, and then she come back to you, and she she go like, "No, no, I'm good." You was like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> in a matter of about ten minutes, what the fuck just happened? She was like, "No, I'm good." It's like, I'm gonna tell you, I'm about to out myself right now. I'm about to tell him myself. Uh oh, help Munstein. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go. World premiere. I'm about to tell y'all about myself. So, when it comes to reading between the lines, and like I say, being around women and picking up things, I know when somebody likes me and when they don't like me. I know when a girl likes me. I know when you're flirting. 
I know when you're being nice. I know the difference. I'm just not going to say anything. I'm just going to assume you're being nice, right? And then when it comes to you being overtly flirting, I'm going to still assume you're being nice. And I'm going to sit here and say, oh, okay. Because if I keep assuming you're being nice, there's a slight chance I don't like you back. Like, there's that. If I know you're flirting, I can read between the lines. You like me. But it's the feeling mutual. You know? Mm -hmm. And when it comes to situations where it's like, oh, I just want to have a conversation about something. And this little idiosyncrasies and this little things that pick up and I'm like, oh, you like me. Okay. And you like that other guy too. I mean, you go to that other guy. Because because, <laughs> because you can learn through like speech patterns and the way people act and it's it's obvious. You know, sometimes I'll be honest, sometimes once in a blue moon, unless somebody's real secretive about it, it's sometimes I'm honestly oblivious. I won't even know. Like it's been times where I talk to people and the conversation is not even that deep. Like it's like, hey, how you doing? Cool, cool. Like you just say hi to somebody, and next thing you know, yeah, I didn't like him for a long time. How did you like me? We didn't even have a conversation. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it's like what? Like we didn't even really talk like that. Like, do you catch feelings for people just say hi, or is it just a me thing? Oh no, I think I I think it's just I think it's just I think it's just they be they be oozing over my man on a steady over here. Nah, that drip that drip, drip too hard out here. Nah, man, I like I'm I'm not gonna carry on with this. I'm gonna keep it short. But it's happened to me, you know, where I literally had conversation with people. I was just being nice, giving them a pencil or like, you know, helping them with work, and then like, they'd be like, "Oh, can I get high five? Cool, high five. Can I get a handshake?" a secret handshake and then move from a secret handshake to a hug. I'm like, what is going on here? I'm, I'm reading between the lines, but I'm not too sure. I need to dive in a little more and see what's going on. But reading between the lines, you know what's going complicated. on. It's complicated, man. Just because I trust me. I remember that. I remember going through that same shit where it's just like, and again, dog, I remember this shit like it was yesterday, bro. Motherfucking graduation, bro. Oh, man. I gave, like, a certain somebody who I was dating at the time a ticket. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> cool. But I had somebody else who was walking around. They was like, again, I didn't, like, I didn't know better yet. I didn't go to school that day. And I think it was you and everybody else was telling me, like, yeah, man, the other girls walking around heated. I was like, for what? Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what I'm saying? You was like, she was already going to be there. That's why I was like, what's she getting mad about? And then again, read between the lines. I'm like, if you got something to say, just say it. But every time I asked about it, it was always a no, no, no. I was like, then your actions, again, what you saying and what your actions clearly show is two different things. But we, I ain't going to get too deep in that story. <laughs> Yeah, like like I had a situation in high school and it's like it's one of those things to where like you know someone like give you like sexual in your window and it's like what? And it's somebody 
you you didn't think you know would bring up some like you know like they just talk to you from a person and then like they just bring it up you like uh what like huh like say what you you want to run that by me one more like you you want to say like for me i wait for at least three times you know if you just say it once maybe it's the time of the month you you need some piping something like that but Pipe it up. Pipe <laughs> it up. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to keep it short. You know, read between lines, pick up on the ticks, be a sleuth, you know, investigate. And yeah. Sleuth. Sleuth. <laughs> Elementary, my dear Watson, Sherlock Holmes. Okay, so. Investigate. <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to do, we're going to move in into our third topic. Damo, sir, fucking this. Uh oh. We're talking about Uh-oh. texting etiquette. Uh oh. Texting etiquette. Texting Uh-oh. etiquette. I know I messed up a few times. Texting <laughs> etiquette. Guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. Texting, texting, texting. Something everybody does. You want to go first or shall I go first? Cause I'm going to let you go ahead and go because you've been on the road today. I'm going to let you go first before I, help, before I need them to help me understand. This is loaded. I'm going to tell you like this when it comes to texting etiquette. It's different. I don't know if you got Androids or iOS, iPhone, for you guys who don't know what that means. But different phones, different rules, different situations. But I'm going to tell you a texting etiquette. When it comes to texting, if you are five minutes away and are is not re- and are not ready, how do you say that? I don't know. And you're not actually five minutes away. You still in your bed? Do not say you're five minutes away. Black people one hundred and one. Black people one hundred and one. <laughs> Looking at you, doing the eye contact with the two fingers. Looking dead in your face, but don't say. Just say, "Hey, I'm an hour away. I'm still in the bed." Cool. I just say I hit you up when I get there. Right. Simple. Keep it simple. Read between lines. You know. See how. Oh Eric, man, I'm, man, I'm right up the street. Right up the street. It, it don't take you thirty minutes to an hour to get from up the street down here. Just say you still in the bed. Just say, "Bruh, I'm still in the bed." Keep it real. Also, I want to say. If you sit here and you texting, you know, 30 minutes to an hour apart, I'm going to need you to go ahead and put the phone down. I'm going to say, hey, look, I'm going to holler at you later because obviously you're busy. That's true, too. I'm not going to lie to you. That's true. Like, if you're busy, hit me when you are free. Right. Like, I get it. Like, I get it. You You text people at work, all that shit. Like, that's cool. You know, I understand that because again, if you text them, they might take like twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Just hit me when you get off. Yeah. Because if you hit me, if you hit me up at nine, you busy at work. Then you hit me up at one and try to continue the conversation. I'm be like, wait, what? I'm like, huh? Wait, what are you talking about? Because I'm be confused. I'm like, three hours went by and I'm just like, oh, you still trying to have the same con? Oh, fam, I, I, I'm already lost with that conversation. Right. I have no clue what you're talking about. But here's a simple, here's a simple etiquette that throws me off. And 
y'all please excuse my language for this one, but I'm going to say it, and I need you to help me understand. Simple, but yet basic spelling, grammar, texting etiquette. We all know how to write. Am I assuming everybody in the back? Let me talk to you for a second. Now, this is the shit that throws me off. I had a co-worker, right? Uh She would hit me up to ask me, when am I coming to work? But instead of spelling, instead of spelling come the regular way. Oh, no. (laughs) She had to spell it exactly what my man is over here thinking about. Shout out Pornhub. I'm sitting, there thinking, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I said, because that Joe said, like, when are you coming to work? Oh, I'm sitting whoa. Looking like, Let me find out Domo in the flick. <laughs> I'm sitting there looking to myself. I'm like, I had to, I had to take a pause and reread because I was like, I ain't smashing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there looking like, I didn't, I didn't smash this. Oh my gosh, man. And again, simple stuff like that. And I'm just looking like, mm. now I get it. I understand. I'll be rushing through text sometimes, might spell a word too. So I admit that Mm -hmm. I need to learn how to slow down sometimes. But if you over here, if you spelling word, if you spelling like simple shit that I got to sit there and just be like, what? I mean, what's the spell? Then you gotta figure out like, oh, she meant that. Okay. Right. Um, that shit that shit makes you that that shit makes me frustrated. If you tell me you can't put a simple sentence together when you text, mm-hmm. best believe I'm gonna sit there and just be like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and just uh ignore that. They're gonna get mad like, um, you can't respond. Um, no, because I barely understand what the fuck this text message said. That's why. And the last but not least, for me, and before I alley hoop it back to my man, mm-hmm. you sending me okay, okay, <laughs> you sending me okay, and then get mad when they be like you stop responding. <laughs> you know what's even worse than okay? What K? Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. K. Okay. Understand K. this. Okay and K basically means the conversation is, is over. over. That is basically what that means. The conversation is done. It's over. Also, laughing emojis. Like laughing emojis too. When, sometimes I use laughing emojis too all the time. Sometimes just to kind of that break the ice and just be like, okay. Let me go ahead and get a slide about this conversation. <laughs> Peace. Smile emojis. <laughs> oh, but, at the, but at the end of the day, simple stuff like that, like simple spelling shit sometimes throws me the fuck off. All right. Now, I'm going to go ahead Ali Hooper before he Ali Hooper back to me because I know I, I still got some shit I got to say. But I'm going to let my man get in Ali Hooper. Kobe the shot. Tag team. <laughs> you know, it's funny picking up on what you said. I want to give an emphasis before I talk about my piece. 
I really text how I talk. You know, when I put trying to, I put gonna, G-O-N-N-A, T-R-Y-N-A, trying to, when I'm in text, when I'm on Twitter. That's how I speak. I text how I speak. But people, learn how to spell. Learn how to write sentences. In your text, in your sentences with periods, I know how you how how to write. I know you know how to write too. Please, that is the biggest turn off. Like when you texting, especially like if you texting a girl and she just writes like a like a eight year old. I should say because four year olds can't text. When she writes like an eight year old, just learning how to text or got her first phone. It's just like, come on now, like what what are you doing? I want to say this too. Don't double text. Unless we're having a detailed conversation, do not double text. And if you're texting a really long folk, uh, really long paragraphs, just call me. <laughs> you know, you ain't got to send a whole encyclopedia in a text. Just, just call me. You know? Damn, I'm glad he brought that up because that was literally where I was about to go. But I'm gonna let my man finish because I need y'all to help me understand that. I got talking. I got the last one. Last one before I alley you, before I tell you when a ring. If you text okay. me and say what you doing, and I say, Oh, I'm doing this, maybe son, not much. For you iPhone users, do not FaceTime me. Oh, oh, he he's still in all but shit right now. Do not FaceTime me. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you elaborate. I'm gonna just say it. I'm gonna let you elaborate. It's all good. It's all good. You you hitting it right on the money plate. <laughs> and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this before I give my man the time. I'm gonna let my man elaborate and take it to the hoop. You iPhone, not iPhone, but you Android users, your green bubble people. Watch your text because sometimes they come in one or two, two or two, three or four, three or eight, and the masses are jumbled. And I'm just like, my man, I gotta read uh the third one I got to hook it to the second one. It's it's like a jigsaw puzzle trying to read where you text. Hey, I I think I'm gonna need you to call me. Don't send no long paragraphs. Just call me. If you got an iPhone, just call. You know? Just call. I'm gonna pass it to Damo. Go ahead, elaborate. Mm. Now, I don't like texting as much. I feel like at this point, you might as well just go ahead and call me. Mm-hmm. But first, first order of business, double texting. If you got to tell me a whole life story, just like my man said, when I tell you more than anything, that shit irritates the fuck out of me. You legit over there, this is what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened. I'm just looking like, hey, fam, you might as well call me. Because... Literally, I'm trying to read one paragraph. You sending me another paragraph. You sending me another paragraph. I'm only responding to one paragraph at a time. Because I'm sitting there looking like, all right. I'm like, all right, I'm going to read this one. That's crazy that that happened. Then I'm going to read this one be like, but why they do that? And it's like, this one. I'm not about to. You might as well just call me and tell me what the fuck happened. Uh-huh. And just like my man said, too. First of all, all my what you doing, Texas. Please. If you about to send, if you about to send me what you doing, after we've been texting for probably like an hour, 
You know, we okay, you start off what you doing. All right, that's cool. Another hour go by, what you doing? Oh Lord. Fam, fam. I've not done anything different since I started talking to you. Oh. I I I had one of them people, man. Like they really want to know what you're doing every 30 minutes. Like, what you doing? I'm about to run to the store right quick. You in the store. What you about to get? Yeah, you know, I just need to pick up a few things. 30 minutes go by. What you doing? <laughs> hey, my, hey, 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 hey. This is where you draw the line at. <laughs> you going to stop asking me what you doing every five minutes. If you really want to know what I'm doing, you might as well sit on the phone with me if that's the case. Right. It's like, So you can hear what the fuck I'm doing. Like, what you doing? I went in the store. What you doing? I picked up a bag of Doritos. What you doing? I put it down because it costs too much. Like, you trying to micromanage? I just, I just don't, I just don't understand. You gotta help me understand. Help him understand. Like, texting etiquette, man. Another thing, too. I get it. I get it. Don't try to have text message conversations with me after a certain time. Oh, Cause then it, cause oh, I didn't think a, of that. Go ahead. Because if you don't get a response, you can't get mad and be like, "Oh," because again, you know how many times I didn't, I didn't, I didn't got text messages. I did like probably ten, eleven. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not eighteen, twenty years old anymore. No where I can stay up to three or four o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. By the time nine, ten, eleven o'clock, my ass is done for the day. And I, you know, what I'm saying I wake up the messages with the, I get the, I get like the irritated emoji. Oh, I can't believe you sleep, motherfucker. If you got something to say, call me. You better off catching me calling me because again, I will wake up hearing my phone ring. I'm not gonna wake up to hear a text message. I'm, I'm not. But again, do not call me. Do not text. Try to have a text conversation after a certain time, thinking like I'm gonna be up just. Yeah, yeah, you know, just no, you might as well try to call me if you're really looking for me. Oh. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm gonna go ahead. Here you go, Ali, who back in my hands right <laughs> Whoop, here. Whoop, he shoots, he scores. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like this, man. I have certain rules, and I know Sir Fungi's guy too. I have certain rules that I have for my lady that other people can't do. Like you said, do not hit me up after a certain hour. What is that hour? Ten o'clock. Unless it's important, do not Fast. do not hit me up after ten o'clock for anything that is not important. I'm not interested. That's boo loves. The later it gets, the more weirder it gets. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like especially you hit me up at twelve o'clock. I'm like, look. Why are you hitting me up at 12 o'clock? Why? I'm not up at 12 o'clock. Why are you up at 12 o'clock? Why, why aren't you sleep at 12 o'clock? Do not hit me up at 12 o'clock. That's what I'm saying. The only exception I have for you hitting me up at 12 o'clock is when you tell me happy birthday. Facts. That's the only time I don't mind. But any other time, don't hit me up. The hours after 10... Those are hours reserved for my girl. Absolutely. My girl hit me up. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you touch on this too. I'm gonna let you get some of this too. 
But I'ma just say, from the hours after 10, and my girl, you know, she working, she do something, she hit me up at 10. Hey, I'm be like, okay. Mm-hmm. I know what's going hey. on. Hey. Yeah, I'm like, hey. hey. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. I I'm the type of person where if those hours come, I'd rather hear my girl's voice. I, hey, I, out of 10, I'm going to be the last voice she hear before she go to sleep. I'm going to tell you, man, like, I'm going I'm to I'm a, I'm a pass it. I'm going to pass it to you, man. Go ahead and tell them. See, after 10, that's called, that's them boo loving hours for you, lady. That's the mouth. Unless it's a family, I mean, it's like a family emergency. Right. Somebody house getting burnt down or somebody in the hospital. Somebody just got rushed to the hospital at like at like 10 and everybody on their way up there. My homie in that'll trouble. Yeah, that'll be the only time that I pick the phone up after 10 o'clock. Man, 10 o'clock, the quiet storm is on. On the phone, my girl. Do not talk to me. Like if my man's if my man's urn is in like some deep shit, right? And it's literally like eleven o'clock, and it's some shit I got to go handle to make sure he good, motherfucker. I will go. I will. I be in the same shit I went to sleep in. Hey, I'm not trying to get fly. Try to throw on some shoes they might not match just to go see and be like, yo, he good, he straight. Other than that, if it's some bullshit, <laughs> right? Best believe it. If I answer the if I answer the phone. And you start telling me about some bullshit. I'm gonna literally just be like, "Hey, look, I'm gonna talk to you in the morning. I'm gonna talk to you tomorrow about this shit. I'm not about to talk to you about this shit right now." I'm telling you, man, it's just one of those things to where, like, if it's three o'clock in the morning and you need me to ride, hey, look, I'm out. Let's ride. Give me the address. Drop the addy. I'm out there. Say less. That's it. But if it's somewhere, it's like, man, my girl blowing me. I'm gonna need you to take care of that. You know, me good things are good over here. You know, but after ten o'clock are strictly reserved for boo loving hours. Basically, I don't care if it's phone call. I don't mean if it's text messages. I don't care if it's I, I don't care if it's a uh, Facetime right. with a little bit of attachments. If y'all catch my drift, mm-hmm. but those are reserved for late night hours. That's what those are reserved for. That's what they're going to be for. Like, unless you are in the, unless somebody that I know personally, family members are in a dying emergency, do not try to have a text conversation with me after hours. That's the only thing I'm going to say right here, right now. You want to at me? I am at Funky <laughs> on every social media that's known to man. You can come hit me up. Right. I, I'm, that's baby girl hours, man. You can't be, in, you can't be cock blocked. You can't be infringing. You gonna have me on the phone acting a fool, be like, "What do you want, fam? I'm on the phone, with my girl, bro. <laughs> what the fuck do you want?" Shoot, that that that's a perk of a girl, man. My girl got twenty four seven access, all day, every day. She can call you at six a.m. <laughs> bro, girl, call you at like five a.m. Be dead tired. I just want to say hi. Well, hi. You know how you doing? Your ass got the your ass got a dead voice. She be excited since or something. Hey, wake up. Son, that's happened to me, bro. So, 
Oh my gosh, that has happened to me. Don't ask me, Daddy. Wake up, just like, nah, I'm just about to wake up right now. Sound like Lil Wayne, voice all hers, yeah. crusty eyes, yeah. the pride, butter up your nose. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm about to get like <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm about to, you know. Hey, what? You, that's what I'm. What you doing? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, yo. Yeah, like the only time, the only time your girl can't call you is during work hours, right? Because again, no disrespect. I don't care if you got a thirty minute or forty. I'm not gonna want to talk to my girl for thirty forty five minutes. A quick call. That that's why I like them little quick calls. Yeah, I mean, you she can call me all. She can call me for like, and like I just be like, what's going on? Like, if we about to have like, I'm like, baby, I. I'm about to go back and work in five minutes. I don't start a story with me. right because then if I don't, if you don't be able to finish it, you know, man, that's what I'm like. You might if you got something, if it's like a story you're trying to tell me, wait till I get on. I get off at like I get off at four, hit me up at literally like four or five because I'm gonna be literally walking out the building. That's it. Like, but, I, I know you can wait to tell me what Christine did today. Facts, <laughs> you don't gotta tell me when exactly it happened. Or don't be trying to text me, be like, guess what the fuck she did? She's like, no, don't. We ain't, we not getting to a long ass message because then again, if my text energy or, or some stuff, I'd rather hear it from you personally, and I'm gonna I'm gonna slightly agree with you. That way, I don't get in trouble, even though it'd be her fault. It be trust me. When a female tells stories, sometimes eighty five percent of the time she's in the wrong. But as a guy, you try to you try to. Third away, we just be like, right. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie. It's to your you, fault, you, but like, you're my baby, so I'm gonna just say you're right. I'm gonna just be like, I think you should have handled that. Like, like think about it like this, because you, it's no way you can justify. Because then again, she, are you on her side? Mm-hmm. No, nah, I'm just like, look, like think about, like think about the job. You know, you try to explain this, you be like, so it's not you on the job side. I'm trying to help you keep your job. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to help you do here. Shit, but no. But just at the end of the day, twenty—I don't care if it's one o'clock in the morning to twelve o'clock midnight. She got all hours. Everybody else got hours too. But just understand, she she got most of the hours. Like I'm, I'm gonna tell you something that's funny that happened to this one girl I was talking to in uh, Houston. She texted me right, and she's. It's one of those things that, like, I look back and realize it's the girl that every guy wants is just a normal girl doing normal girl stuff, annoying you, and, you know, doing girl stuff, being cool and whatnot. She was the type of girl that likes to fall asleep on the phone. Uh Uh-oh. That's that love. So, she texted me. And I was like, I'm not doing nothing. It's 11 o'clock. Had a conversation. And then she said, I'm about to go to sleep. I thought that was the cue to hang up. Mm-hmm. Have a good night, sweet dreams. I hung up the phone. Called your ass right back. <laughs> nah, before she did that, right? Nah, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Hung up. I'm getting ready to get my sleep. Bloop, bloop. I look at my phone. It's a mad emoji. The red the what? red one. I'm like, what is this? A minute later, boop boop. A text. Why did you hang up? I'm looking flabbergasted, like, what you mean? Why did I hang up? I thought that was the end. Finish. Finito. 
done, over with. See you tomorrow in the morning. Nope, apparently it wasn't done. Guys, you know how girls get. It's never done until she says it's done. Absolutely, your ass be blood. Your eyes be bloodshot red before she say, "Okay, it's I'm, it's done. I'm tired." She's like, I gotta go work in three hours. Bruh, I'm up here. It's eleven at this point. It's like after the conversation, she called me eleven after the conversation. It was like one twenty something. I remember this as clear as day. It was one twenty something, bruh. I'm I'm done. One eye to quit on the other eye. Said, man, screw you. I'm going to sleep. I don't know what you about to do. I'm half sleep, half talking. She called me back, right? She called me back to tell me to call her. Nope. <laughs> nope. She called me back. She said, call me back. And I said, okay. She hung up. Guys, you know how women are. Yeah. You know how women do. And what did I do? I called her back, and she said, "Happy, wa- happy wife, happy life." You you know how it goes, man. You gotta deal with the ridiculous stuff. Facts. You gotta deal with the crazy stuff. So she called me right to tell me to call her back, and then I called her back, and then she repeated these words: "I'm about to go to sleep." <laughs> so I'm looking like. I'm confused at this point. I don't know whether to keep talking or hang up. She said, I'm about to go to sleep. What the fuck? What? Don't hang what the fuck? up. Let's sleep on the phone. Boop. Boop. I'm up. sitting here like, okay. <laughs> and do you know how awkward it is to just put your phone down on a stand and just be laying there with your phone just counting down the hours it's been since you've been in a conversation? And I'm just like, what's going on? And in the back of my mind, I'm like, all right, I'm going to wait 30 minutes and then I'm going to hang up. Maybe she won't notice. Nah, bro. Like, I was dead tired. I fell asleep. I woke up. That thing said nine hours. I was like, come on, bro. <laughs> phone dead. All bro, that phone <laughs> on 11%, then whip past the battery save mode. I'm supposed to be somewhere in the morning. Where am I going to go with 11%? Nowhere. Bro, like I said before, what your girl says something, it's not done until your girl says it's done. Now you're walking around here with 11% phone, supposed to be doing some work. Not today, you ain't. Not today, man. I know it's sitting here supposed to be you know, oh, why didn't you charge your phone? Me, I try not to overcharge my phone at night. I, I try not to either. That's why I didn't do it. I usually say, all right, if I'm on a good percentage, because during a phone call, I was on 70, you know, healthy percentage. But, you know, I was like, I'm going to charge the rest of it in the morning. But dealing with women, man, that's what it was. And that's the end of my story. Crazy story. Oh man, like I said, happy wife, happy life. Man, you get you got anything else you wanna add, man? I ain't got nothing else, man. <laughs> man, all I wanna say is, man, make sure you read between the lines. You know, you raise your kids right. And don't end up like me having to fall asleep on the phone and have eleven percent in the morning. Uh have good text and etiquette and practice what you preach. And that's about it. 
keep keep traditions and core values alive. That's my ending speech. And we guys are going to see you guys next week. It's your boy, Mr. Ooh, Funkadelic Jones. And it's your boy, Aaron <laughs> Fonacetti. And we are what? Out of here. Out of here.